so we've been seeing each other for three months now. Uh, what's your favorite thing about our relationship? Oh, Manny, these questions are so cute. Why are you so cute? Enough of that. Answer the question. <laughs> And welcome back to But Where Are You From, a podcast hosted by Be Seen, Britain's East and Southeast Asian network. Um, if you would like to donate to our coffee.com page, please give us your money. Uh, we are at ko-fi.com forward slash Be Seen. I am your host, Viv Yao, and with me today is my boyfriend. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. That's you. Is this is this my intro? Hi yes, everyone. This is your intro. I am Manny, uh, Viv's boyfriend, as mentioned. Yes, that's your only qualifier and labeler in our yeah. society. You do not exist otherwise, apart from being my boyfriend. <laughs> that is my sole purpose. <laughs> your sole purpose is what you were born for. Yes. Are you able to introduce yourself and um, tell them like, but where are you from? Uh, and like cool. what do you do and that kind of stuff okay um, so uh, my full name is Emmanuel but I mm. don't know this is a mix now because people either call me E-Man or Manny Viv calls me Manny um, mm -hmm. I don't really mind either to be honest uh, <laughs> I am an engineer and I work in construction mm. currently working on the construction of a motorway Am I allowed to say that? Oh, I've said it <laughs> I don't now, know. So. Yeah. yeah. They don't know which motorway. Okay. I won't say which motorway. Um, <laughs> and if <yeah>. you want. <laughs> Where am I from? Um, I think we've spoken about this, but I think I give different answers depending on who who's asking the question. Um, but my two answers are Kent. Um, so that's where our sort of like family home is. Mm -hmm. um, but I was born in Ghana and mm -hmm. I was, uh, I grew up there until I was six mm -hmm. and then moved to the UK in 2000. So I've now been here 21 years, which is weird to think about. That is a Jeez. very long time. 2000 doesn't seem that long ago. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I remember 2000. What were you doing in 2000? I remember, because um, it's obviously the millennium, I was like yeah. going around, like touching the walls of my friend's house going, this is the first time I've touched this in, in the millennium. This is the first time anyone's touched this in the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing, because I was so I, cool. I remember we moved in uh, April mm -hmm. and my sister's birthday was like the first birthday we had uh, in the UK. Mm. So I thought, like, the year started in April um, mm. instead of January. <laughs> yeah. It does. <laughs> You're correct. It's a man-made yeah. construct, so you can go by April if you want. I mean... Yeah, time is a construct. Time is a construct, indeed. Well, thank you very much, Manny, for coming on the podcast. I'm actually low-key, like, surprised that you actually said yes. <laughs> I didn't think you would. I didn't think I would. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. I feel like um 
it's hard getting anything out of me anyway. So getting on a podcast should be interesting. <laughs> we'll, like... we'll see how uh, how my response is. <laughs> No, I, I read you were quite keen to do it. Are you doing it more so to appease me or do you actually want to do this? Um, this is 100% to appease you. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, is it really? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be quite fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think because I'm the, mo- the reason why I'm surprised is more so because like we've only been dating a few months, three months. Yeah. Happy three month anniversary. Yeah, I mean, we both forgot that. Well, yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did, to be fair. Um, so I, I thought, okay, we're really new into the relationship. Manny might not say yes because, well, I don't know, because we're only three months into dating. Yeah. But- I mean, you suggested it as our, as a like first date yeah. to like record a podcast as our first date. And yeah. I was like, that seems a bit like intense for a first date <laughs> oh do you know what I still low-key think that's a good idea though I hope someone does it not me obviously oh okay cool cool cool, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna start questioning myself there <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to tell the listeners um how did we meet yes uh so we matched on hinge Mm-hmm. Um, I think you replied to like one of my what's it called? Uh, I don't prompts. know, question prompt things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. shout out to my boy Will. Um, so basically, he gave me a book at uni, um, which is about a homosexual man that transforms mm. into a helicopter mm-hmm, uh, as mm-hmm. a birthday present, and mm-hmm. that was like I don't know something interesting I put on my profile. Yeah. And then you responded to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's how we started chatting. I think you said you could lend me the book, but you haven't yet. I have not lent you the book yet. It's here for you. Um, mm. Maybe next time. Next time. We can read it together. Bedtime stories. <laughs> Recent erotic, homosexual um, yeah. erotica. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds um, good. Yeah, and then okay. we started chatting for a while, um, had a few uh, video dates. Mm-hmm. And then I think our first like actual in-person date was what, about like five, six weeks into yeah. messaging. Yeah. Yeah, we chatted for ages, didn't we? Yes, we did. Chatted yeah. and video called. Yeah. Yeah. And I was worried that I wouldn't fancy you in person. Yeah, and I was very offended by that because I'm <laughs> devilishly handsome. <laughs> but luckily, luckily it all worked out and we had a great day out <laughs> in Manchester. Yes, we um, did. And I took you to the Jam Bing stall and we had some um, Chinese crepe things and you ordered yes. in Mandarin, translated by me, which was probably really bad. <laughs> it was very tasty. Um, still up there in the top five foods I've had, I think. Yeah, so good. We just love like yeah. crepe based stuff, though, don't we? Yes, yes. Crepes. We as a collective, <laughs> <laughs> our taste buds are the same now. Yes, they are. <laughs> they have synced together. They have, like, our periods have synced together too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's how that's how we met we met on on the line and yeah and it's been successful so thank you hinge 
for bringing <laughs> us together, especially because we are long distance as well. Yeah. Initially, when we matched, I was like, oh, this is weird. She's all the way up in, in Manchester. This is very annoying. What <laughs> the fuck are you doing to me, Hinge? Um, oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um yeah and then after we met it, i mean i think it's going well so thank you hinge <laughs> you think it's going well <laughs> from your perspective it's going well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so okay what was your first impression of me when you when we first i guess i guess when we first started talking maybe or because we were forming okay. impressions then before we met in person weren't we yeah yeah um well, of course, I thought you were very attractive. Um, I mean, look thank at you. you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, I just thought you were really cool. Um, like, I love the fact that you're doing this, um, really. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's, like, so cool. Uh, you'd, like, put yourself, like, out there and are actually, like, trying to make a change and make a difference. And I think it takes uh I don't know it takes a lot it's like very brave and like very taxing um Mm. so that's like one thing that I was like yeah yeah this is this is good Mm -hmm. um obviously your love for food um that was (laughs) definitely a factor um Mm. because I also love food and as you know I've been growing a bit of a uh, belly uh (laughs) since we started dating (laughs) yes yes the plan is working you did say that to me very early on you were like oh I'm gonna get you fat and I was like <laughs> lol 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 um and now it's actually happening yeah <laughs> and I'm very happy to see it yes oh there were nice things that you just said what what did you think I'd say mean I don't things. know no. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be really surprised and upset if you did say mean things <laughs> really that bothered at first (laughs) all right sorry I'm just taking my jumper off um okay my first impressions of you were that uh well to be honest I hadn't really formed much of an impression we were kind of like voice noting a little bit but then it was when you called me and we had our first like 15 minute phone call and then you were like um hello is this dominoes and that was the first thing you said to me and I just thought it was really funny and then I was like this guy has jokes and then um (laughs) when we first um went on a our first video date and then you came dressed in a cheerleader's dress and then (laughs) and I actually talked about it on the podcast I was like I went on a date with a video date with a guy who dressed up in a cheerleader's outfit so let's see how that goes yeah (laughs) um so that my first impression of you was like this guy is so funny he can actually because I do find sometimes that like I find myself a lot funnier than like the people that I go on dates with yeah I do think Um, you're funny however (laughs) I think caveat it. However, I think (laughs) that I am funnier. What? (laughs) That is okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Do you actually think that? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see about that. Um, I do think you're very funny though. 
yes, very funny you. and you, you make me laugh so my, that was my first impression of you because you know looks are good and everything but if you don't have a personality that matches mine and can understand my weirdness and is also <laughs> weird yourself then it's just it's just not going to work is it oh thank you you're also really clever like working in the motorways doing the engineering stuff and like really good at maths and also um like uh just i had another point that i was gonna say about you i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just just nice guy consistent consistent is something that i thought was like you like would message me back in a timely manner you wouldn't mess me around you would commit to like oh let's let's go on a phone call and you would be there on the phone call you haven't bailed on any of those kind of like commitments or anything like that and that was from the word go so I think uh, for anyone who's listened to the podcast and has listened to like my dating journey and my dating history would know that that's like very very important it's just like someone who actually sticks by their word oh and also you do a lot with uh, we talked a lot about when we first started dating and we still do now about like your work for like anti-racism at work so you you're part of the um network that like talks about diversity yeah. and inclusion and stuff and you host round tables and stuff like that so i think that's really cool yeah so that's the thing um uh one of the guys at work we tried to sort of start it in birmingham um basically a uh, EDNI network um, for ethnic minorities. Mm. Uh, it's called Embrace. Um, I'd say, I don't know, it's mainly pushed by a mate from work called JDIP. Um, he does a lot of the work and mm-hmm. like, fair play to him because he is smashing it. Um, and yeah, I, I know, just try and help out when I, when I can. <laughs> You're being very humble, Manny, because yeah. you do a lot in your spare time, like in the evenings and stuff like that yeah but i don't know i don't i don't like bragging about <laughs> that stuff i guess you should brag <laughs> brag brag away or i'll do it for you do it for me then okay you're the best <laughs> <laughs> but i do see you working you you work kind of like most weeknights on extra stuff um which you don't have to do and like this is something that we talk about quite a lot but how like it always just falls on people of color to do this work and it's yeah. always extra labor that is normally free labor, like whether it's BC stuff, or whether it's you doing um, your stuff at work, it's stuff that we we don't get paid to do this stuff. It's just because yeah. obviously we care about it and we want to make a difference in our environments. Yeah, it's a, it's a really like hard balance because it shouldn't have to fall on mm. on us to do it, but we are like invested in it. So mm. it's it's something that we want to do, but yeah obviously it's like it's time it's effort it's like quite it takes quite an emotional toll I think Mm, Um, and you don't really get credit for it I'd say Um, you just have to like keep going because you know it's important Um, but you shouldn't really have to be the one that's like responsible for doing it yeah it's very true it's very true it's yeah I guess like I feel like I don't have a choice I don't know about you but I just feel like I don't have a choice but to do this because no one else is going to if you know what I mean like obviously there are we we have our support networks and we work together as a community and stuff like that but I just feel like I can't rely on like the government or like the police or anyone or people that are like 
white senior leadership teams to actually like give a shit like it really has to come from people who actually have that lived experience i think yeah i think um some of the leaders in our company like do really care and Mm. have been like trying to push it um like as much as possible but then i think they also understand that they don't know everything and they do need guidance um Mm. I think that's sort of where how we're trying to do it now. We're trying to give them our thoughts on things and then trying to like put it on them to do stuff rather than yeah. us so yeah. so that we have enough time and we're not like running ourselves into the ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Not getting burnt out from it. Consult them, say just do this. And let them yeah. just do it. That's, that's a good strategy. So we're we're very new in our relationship. Um, yeah. how do you approach kind of like navigating conversations with us being an interracial couple? Like, have you noticed anything in terms of like relate our wider circles or even in public about us being two people of color together, two different people of color together, a black man and a Chinese woman? A little bit. Yeah, but I don't think I notice as much stuff as you. And I, I think we've talked about this before mm. where we've been like walking and then you've noticed something and then I've just been like completely oblivious to it. Um, mm. I think some of it is is just I'm a man and I don't notice things that um, like women notice, like when we've been walking down the street and then there's like loads of men Mm. Uh, on the road and it's probably not comfortable for you but for me I'm just like oh yeah let's let's walk here Mm. Um, yeah like things like that I feel like I don't notice as much Um, I think I've noticed um, like when we're together or like if we're holding hands walking down the street um, like people do like black people's look at us and they're like oh that's interesting kind of look um (laughs) i don't know if uh like um east or southeast asian people do that as well maybe that's something i i don't notice as much because Mm -hmm. i'm black and i notice my black experience sort of um yeah yeah uh, i don't know if anyone's really asked me about um like how it is being in an interracial relationship mm. um but again I, I don't know if I've really told that many people I feel like I'm quite a um <laughs> don't I just feel like I'm a private person um yes. yeah and I don't know maybe I haven't given people enough time or space to to ask me yeah um, yeah or maybe they're true. not interested and and don't don't really care or have an opinion on it I think yeah I think also we're very new um so I think a lot of like the obstacles that interracial couples might face will be I guess when we start integrating into each other's families because we haven't done that yet um or like when you know kids start coming into the picture (laughs) 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 um and 
you know all those all those complications and and things that might arise um yeah. when you start integrating into into each other's lives a bit more because i guess we we have only hung out with either each other or kind of our our friends rather than like yeah. you know family which i think we've talked about family a little bit as well and like yeah. we've not met either person's family prop like properly yeah yeah um so i think like that's probably when it's going to be those conversations are going to come to the fore I think more but I yeah. I certainly have noticed um like on our first day I, I noticed I guess like both black people and both Chinese or Eastern Southeast Asian people looking at us together and I yeah. and I wonder like and I don't see it as like you know anything kind of like derogatory or anything it's more like there's a curiosity there I think um yeah. and I wonder when when I've seen interracial couple whether I'm the same as well um and I don't know what that is, you know, like, why is yeah. that such a, like a, a weird curiosity with two people from diff- different backgrounds dating? But I do think like historically, we don't see um, a black person and a Chinese person. Yeah. Well, we do. We have seen it historically, but I think it's not it's not usual as you would see. It's not as prominent. It's not, yeah. it's not as prominent. Yeah, it's not as prominent is what I'm trying to say. Um so I mean, I think I've I've spoken to you about this before, where it's like, um, it's not like my parents are forcing me to date someone from Ghana, but yeah. like before when I was growing up, they'd they'd say like, um, oh, you should date a nice Ghanaian girl. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They were probably saying it as like jokingly, but mm. I imagine that is something that was like was told to them. It, is it the same thing? with you or yeah I think like my family were when I think they've definitely evolved in their thinking I think that's first thing to put out there is that like a lot of what they said very problematic things uh of that they've said in the past don't apply now and they've definitely done their own learning but um I think at one stage when we talked about hypothetical who would we like who can we bring home and who we can't like mm. any it was white or chinese that was acceptable um which is so funny like white is acceptable because we assimilate to whiteness and that's why um and obviously dating someone who's chinese you've got like i guess like the preconceived like benefits of them knowing your culture etc cetera, etc cetera. um but yeah they've certainly said things before that are like really problematic and um and i think we I, i've had to had conversations with my family about that kind of stuff but yeah i think they they would they would say things like you can only date white or chinese <laughs> in the past yeah. um but then I think I remember actually my dad making a joke and he kind of said things like, oh, it doesn't matter as long as they know how to hold chopsticks. <laughs> that was like <laughs> his prerequisite. <laughs> I'm practicing. I'm practicing. <laughs> <laughs> but it is just like so weird how you're good at it, actually. It is so weird, though, how like they, like we're in the UK. Like, what do they expect? You know, like. Yeah. How can they possibly expect you to date someone who is Ghanaian, like, unless you just seek that out? Because they might not necessarily be right for you just because they're the same ethnicity as you. It doesn't mean anything. Like, doesn't mean you're yeah, going to get on. And I think it's like what you said. I, I don't think they'd mind, like, whoever I, I like, brought home. But um, it's it's that, like, benefit of knowing the culture, I guess. It's, it's just easier for, like... A family to gel with another mm-hmm. family if you're like 
from the same culture or like uh yeah. understand the like sort of same things and have the same family like values and stuff yeah and that's all well and good but if you're both like freaking miserable together and your families oh, are yeah. okay like what is the point point? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we we've found a lot of commonalities between our cultures anyway like I think when it comes to food and stuff mm. we, we definitely make a lot of jokes at white people's expense <laughs> the type of food that they eat <laughs> Just yes. flashback to when we were in York and we saw a white couple eating a cheese board thinking that it was the most delicious thing in the world and you absolutely hated that because you just said it's just so white yes yes it was very white <laughs> i mean it's just cheese the way he was talking about it was just ridiculous i know like it's a delicacy and then like yeah. when we see like white people like not eating chicken clean off the bone and i, I love yeah. being able to make jokes like it's so hot watching you eat chicken wings because you eat the gristle and everything. <laughs> That's so yeah, hot. It is delicious. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so so does or has like ethnicity factored into who you date in the past? I think a little bit. Um, it's something that would like be in my mind, but I don't know if probably in in their mind as well but I don't know if it's ever been like addressed really um mm. so like dating like white girls or yeah I've, mm. I've been like oh how how would I fit in yeah like if I was to like meet their family like would mm. I have to like do anything different or like try to like prove myself as like mm like worthy I guess mm, um, mm. but yeah I'd, I'd say that's something I've always like had in my mind but never like vocalized or said um, mm. and I just thought like oh I'll cross that bridge when when I get there yeah. um, like I, I don't know I, I consider myself like a likable person hopefully mm. um, but I still think <laughs> right. that I'd have to like <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> Like, I'd have to, like, go above and beyond to, like, sort of prove, mm. uh, like, I'm not, yeah. I don't know, what they perceive or stereotype a black yeah. man to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just going to talk about, like, the sort of, like, fetishizing, fetishizing, fetish. I don't know how to say this word. You know how to say it. <laughs> I can't say it. Fetishization. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's like when like mates are like oh th this girl is like into black guys and and she likes you and mm. I'm just like mm. I don't know I, I, I just find it like weird um mm. and it's it's not like something I'd take as a compliment if, no. if someone was like oh I'm into black guys I want to date you mm. um it'd be like I'd just be like, what what are your perceptions and what what do you think of me mm. because of that now? Yeah. Yeah, like they've they've already made up this like image of you before you've even met them. Yeah. Because of like these all these preconceived notions of what it's like to date black men. Like, yeah. yeah. I think we just see that so like it's so prevalent in our society. Like you're thinking about Love Island, for example, and how like 
black people are treated within the show like black men are 100% fetishized on the show and then black women are like completely disregarded on the show by white men and it's yeah. like it's just so normalized in our society to talk about it in that way as well like your friends just like introducing someone to you as like liking black men as if like that's the only way you can get you can ha- get a date with someone is by that person yeah. having a fetish it's really disgusting it makes me feel really fucking sick because it, it reminds yeah. me a lot of like how asian women are treated it's very very different that the outcomes are very different but the fetishization is, is still there and all the pre- preconceived notions of what someone thinks you're like it's just so damaging and then you I, I almost i don't know whether you feel like that but like i almost feel like i go above and beyond to subvert those stereotypes and like try to yeah. not act like those stereotypes <laughs> because i want to be seen as different almost yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a I saw a, a sketch on YouTube where it's like a like a black man on a date with a white woman, and mm. it's like his inner monologue um, in his head. He's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna order the chicken wings because <laughs> that's what like, black people black people eat chicken." Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, but it's so annoying that like yeah. you have to think about these things when you just want someone to just like you for you. Yeah, and, I just you know, want to eat chicken wings because they're delicious. Yeah, because they're fucking Everyone delicious. Everyone knows this. <laughs> and anyone who disagrees is wrong. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to answer some questions from the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> because I put out a Instagram story saying, um, please ask my boyfriend some silly questions. Oh my God, there's been so many since I put this. I only put this up like an hour ago. <laughs> um okay okay so oh here's a good one from carly Wu. what's your go-to karaoke song um sweet caroline i think oh that's the most yeah. whitest song money yeah <laughs> it's because i'm i'm such a good singer but i i choose i choose songs um i only do karaoke when i'm drunk probably yeah um but I choose songs that will get like the crowd going, so it drowns out the sound of my shitty voice. <laughs> yeah, that's and that. It's a good crowd pleaser. Exactly. Yeah, people fucking love that song, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, fair and enough. What else fair is enough. A good one. Top loader, dancing in the moonlight. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We, need to, we need to add that to our shared playlist. Uh, we we oh, have a shared yes. playlist, everyone. Um, <laughs> We just it's actually so sad, like just telling people about the intricacies of our relationship. Give it give it a follow. We're trying to go big, become DJs. It's got songs like Lamar on there, if there's any justice in the world. It's got yes. that honky tonky song on there. Yes. Brilliant song, very random stuff. That was a great question. Oh yeah, a bit of Disney, of course, of course. Um, are you Team Rice or Team Noodles? I am a hundred percent Team Rice. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I could eat rice every single day, mm. um, and I'd be completely fine with that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow! Like noodles are great, but mm. like I I grew up eating rice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had noodles until. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have had noodles in Ghana. Oh, um, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've eaten more rice than I have noodles. Yeah, yeah. And jollof rice is the greatest thing ever. Oh, specifically Ghanaian jollof rice? Or are there any yeah. other West African regions that you prefer? I mean, yeah, there are other places that make jollof rice, but <laughs> jollof rice from Ghana is the best. <laughs> and you can't argue against that. It's just fact. I can't argue against that. No, no. I'm... And I challenge anyone else to. <laughs> I'm just in my like beginnings of my journey of um, jollof rice now. Yes. So I'm trying to sample as many jollof rices as possible. But yours is the best that I've had so far, of course. Yes. Of course. Thank you. And you are not saying this under duress. <laughs> no, I am not saying this under the dress. <laughs> <laughs> um so pete some people are quite a few people have asked so like mr jimmy lee and who else um someone else has asked about like what do you think about my uh kong cheese like my congee with cheese but you haven't tried it yet have you i don't think i have tried it no yeah yeah it's so it's like you always send me photos of it but yeah i don't think i've ever tried it they always look so um yeah. so colorful as well <laughs> it's not traditional though but ba- people yeah. basically berate me for putting cheese in it and it's like a big like no no well yeah. some people think it's a no no but i'm like yes yes give me more cheese um <laughs> i think you'd like it i think you'd like it um it like oh. the jamie oliver thing where like he tried to make jollof rice and just like completely changed it yeah but i'm is, not a white it- man What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a Chinese person adapting what I know from my culture. Yeah. Evolutionizing, some might say. (laughs) Um, What is the best meal you've ever cooked for Viv in brackets from Tori Choi? Oh, I mean, the omelette this weekend was good, I think. Um, A bit filling. But the um, oh, what's it called? Ravioli that mm, we made. I yes. think that's that's probably the best thing I've made you. That was that was ten out of ten. Yeah. Like granted, we didn't eat till like ten p.m. But yeah, um, that's on me. I apologize. I did not realize the prep time required. Yeah, but it was so <laughs> worth it. It was really delicious. Yes, and I sent you. that photo of you cooking it to everyone. <laughs> everyone um two questions from dante k photo um <laughs> weird shit viv does that you find adorable or adorable shit viv does that you find weird <laughs> that's really confusing oh. that question i can't even get my head around that weird thing weird shit viv does that you find adorable what do i do that's weird that you find adorable uh I don't know. Look, Take your time, Tori. There's definitely something. Um, come back to me on that one. Let me think okay. on that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, here's a question from Ross Phillips94, aka your best friend. Yes. Or one of your best friends. Can we just claim that he's your best friend on here? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what is longer in kilometers from north to south, Mexico or India? Oh, have I forgotten this already? Um, so for uh, context, you play this game with Ross, don't you? Yeah. So last last week, I think, I don't know what started it, but we were just talking about geography and stuff. Um mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, what's longer north to south, like that way, um, India or Mexico? And it's very close, very close. What is longer I think, from north to south? I think it was India. Is it? But like, given, given the size of Mexico and India, mm. like the difference in their length was like 14 kilometers, I think, which wow. is fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're you're so nerdy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. It's <laughs> oh. pretty cool okay, though for any geography it's... geeks. Oh yes, yes. This is now a geography based podcast. <laughs> I don't know if it's a weird thing you do, but I do find adorable when you like ask me like math stuff. Um <laughs> Because I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, for example, we did an escape room uh, yesterday, and um, right, we basically had to do a task where we had to count like the, the num- number of letters on a piece of paper. Manny would not entrust me with this task. He he said very kindly, "Viv, I'll count. You write it down." But I knew <laughs> it was coded language for "Viv, you're shit at maths, and I don't trust you to count." So I'm going to do it. I knew it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I'm terrible. I have talked about this before. I'm awful. I mean, it was it was only like it was counting to like less than ten, but <laughs> I, you couldn't. I don't know why list. I did it. I regret doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There was no time to argue with you because I was like, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> this is your strength, to be fair. Like, you work in Excel every day and shit like that. In the, the numbers. So, yes. and you, you didn't you get an A? Did you get an A? Uh, I think so, yes. You, you did. I think so. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amy Picks has asked, Manny, how do you know you love your partner? Dropping the first L bomb or the first fart bomb? <laughs> fart bomb for sure. Seriously? Yeah, and I mean we've spoken about this. I have my grievances, so <laughs> I will take it up with HR later. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the fact that I haven't farted in front of you yet. Yes. I'm just like, I just want you to think that I am actually like perfect for a bit longer <laughs> you know i don't have bodily functions as a human being that you are you dating. don't want to burst that bubble no i don't want to burst that bubble yet um next question i do agree though i think fighting in front of someone is like a, a, a really good sign that you're like really comfortable with that person i'm so sorry i'm just for the purpose not of this recording my hands are up in the air in annoyance <laughs> at the fact that you haven't farted in front of me i mean you don't make it a habit of farting in front of me all the time yeah i don't make it a habit because that's just like <laughs> what am i gonna do like fart in your face <laughs> yeah <laughs> the ultimate sign of love but you've not even like let out one like just 
don't know casually or anything that I know of. I don't know, but you you always accuse me of farting. <laughs> Anytime you walk somewhere with a bad smell, you're like, "Oh, Manny, have you farted?" I can just, I am just assuming. Yes, and to assume is to make an assumption. <laughs> Very good. Um, oh, here's a good question from Kieran Watkins, my friend from my advertising agency days. If you could yes. only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, it's got to be jollof rice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. How about you? Oh, um, I didn't expect this question to be thrown back at me. Um, <laughs> probably some sort of noodle dish, to be honest. So something spicy, like spicy noodles of yeah. some sort, maybe. Those bang bang noodles we made was good as well. Oh yeah, we did that on our first day actually. We made yeah. bang bang noodles and again we didn't eat till very late and that was on me <laughs> that time. We need to stop making dough-based stuff that takes ages. Yes. <laughs> um. Someone, someone, was, Kieran has also asked, again this might be someone to do the question, what is your favourite vivism? So a vivism is something my friend basically made up this term because he knows that I do stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I like the fact that you do dumb shit with me. Like um, when we went to that park and we were just like doing limbos under the bar and like <laughs> hanging off the monkey bar thing. Um, I quite yeah. I quite like that. You you just don't care about embarrassing yourself no, um, amazing think, at limbo uh, yeah you did destroy me um but yeah that that's something i quite like i like that you're you're good at planning things for us because i'm i'm like terrible at it and if i was to plan we'd just wing everything and hope it <laughs> works out um I, I think there's like something nice about the fact that we're both different in that way though because I think you remind me to be more relaxed and go with the flow whereas like we, we, we were talking about going away and I was like oh I'm gonna research all the food places and you're like nope we're just gonna be spontaneous and just see where the night takes us and I'm like hmm I don't know how I feel about this because I want to make sure that wherever I'm going the food is good so I'll like research look on Instagram read reviews yeah. I'll, I'll compile a list maybe sometimes have a spreadsheet depending on like where we're going and how long we're going for <laughs> um but like you're just like yeah let's just like keep it chill and I, I like that approach I think the escape room that we did together was like very symbolic of our temperaments <laughs> yes <laughs> You're so relaxed, and we had like two minutes to go, and I was freaking out. <laughs> yes, the panic had set in. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think I checked the like the clock the whole time. I didn't realize there was a clock in in the room until you <laughs> mentioned it. Um, I was like yeah, sweating. <laughs> I think we made a good team, though. Yes, we did actually. We, we escaped. We did escape with one minute to spare. I actually can't believe yeah. we did, but I, I still uh, flapped for a lot of that whilst you you kept cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next question. Would you, from a shoe, would you rather only have spicy food for life or non-seasoned foods? 
What's yeah. the difference between spicy and non-seasoned? Like spicy, just like non non-seasoned, like bland, like you know, like boiled chicken, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, and just like boiled chicken and broccoli and boiled broccoli, or everything has spice on it. <laughs> um, everything has spice. Yeah, like spicy cornflakes. <laughs> spicy yogurt. I, spicy yogurt, yeah. Spicy everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, this is something we've talked about and we're both, I feel like slightly competitive about this are like Mm -hmm. levels of spice that we can take. Yeah. And I feel like that's also like, like a food culture thing that like both of us have, like both of our families have. Yeah. But it's not really (laughs) a competition though, is it? Um, Like I'm definitely better at taking spice than you are. Like, if you're going to say it's competition, at least... What is your evidence? Okay, when we go to Nando's, for example. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, you, you get, what, medium? No, I got the hot one. Oh, Oh, you've gone, one second, I've lost you. Oh, no. Hello. Can you hear me now? Oh, I can't hear you. Okay, let me go through the alphabet and see if that works. A, B, C, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, N, Hello? Testing. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. you're back. Oh, good. And that's when the chicken said to get to the other slide. That's a great joke. Well done. Thank you. Um, Nando's. Yeah, I, d- I don't think we've had like a proper let's let's eat spicy food and see who can take it best. Yeah. I think yeah. I know my mum would school me. Mm. So I know I'm not like up there with the best, but I still think I can compete a little bit. I think I'm on your mum's level to be here. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I genuinely okay. do. I genuinely okay. do. You okay. know, I'm very confident about this. Okay. We'll see. Uh, we maybe the qualifier be. can be whoever runs to the toilet first is can't take the spice. No, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> I, I think it's just who can eat eat more spicy things. Because mm, your your bodily functions, that's just that's gonna happen. <laughs> That's gonna you've gotta be you've gotta be mind over fecal matter. <laughs> um Charlie Wong's asked a great question. If you mm-hmm. weren't an engineer, what do you think you might do instead? Um yeah, so I mean growing up of like all most little boys, I guess, play football. I wanted to be a football player. Um yeah, that was like my main like thing. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a football player. And then when I get too old to play football, then I'll play cricket. And then I'll retire after playing cricket and do athletics. And I was just like, I'm just going to do all the sports. Uh, and then you grow up and realize that you can't actually do any of that. And your body has stopped allowing you to even play six-a-side football. Um <laughs> But yeah, that that was what I wanted to be when I was uh, younger. And then, yeah, I also wanted to be like a, a carpenter. 
like yeah. just build stuff mm-hmm. um and I, I think I kind of overshot that like I wanted to build like little chairs and stuff and mm. now I'm actually like working on building like bridges and shit yeah so you've overachieved your goal yeah and I'm not sure about it <laughs> you're not sure about it you are building something in your spare time you're building a sculpture made out of uh IPA cans like different beer cans yeah well, that's that's the plan I, I, yes. I'm currently in the collection phase. Of yes, the... I am aware. I have seen them in yes. the bedroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a sore topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind them. Obviously, it's your room. You can do what you want. But it's when I, I like knock them over and then I have to like rebuild the pile back yeah. up. You know? Eventually, I will get around to building the fountain and then the cans will be gone from your life. Yeah, so it's going to be a fountain. Be happy again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, that's enough questions from Instagram. Um, okay. I want to go back into before we wrap up. Any kind of like yikes <laughs> things people have said to you before in in dating, whether it's like microaggressions or like stereotyping or anything that you can remember that people have said to you, and you're like, yikes. Um. I don't know there's like obviously there's like the hair touching thing where Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh can I touch your hair please and I'm Mm -hmm. just like I know I just combed it for this Mm -hmm. date so it will look nice and we'll ruin it if you touch it so yeah yeah, that's that's one thing Mm -hmm. um so women have asked you that then women have said can I touch your hair yeah have I ever Um, asked you that I don't think so. I think you've like you've touched my hair once, like after we after I combed it, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then you're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." And then I don't think you've done it since. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> We're learning as we go. We're all learning. We're all learning. Um, and then what else? What else? I've had like some dates like say oh like you can say the n-word or like this and that and i'm just like yeah so um like found found that a bit weird um yeah yeah like why is there such a fascination and like yeah unlike uh an assumption that you want to say that word as well yeah like why 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 even bring it up like it's not relevant exactly yeah maybe it's like swear words when you're like you you don't you're told not to say it so you like want to say it more um yeah but i find Mm. that one like that like very weird because it's like it's got so much history behind that word and there's like it's like why would you want to say it Mm. um Mm. i probably did say it like in the past when i was younger Mm. um like to songs and stuff like that or just saying it um but now I'm like very conscious of like not saying it and like showing people like letting them know that I don't think it's like right to say anyway you shouldn't Mm. be saying this word Mm. yeah 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 absolutely yeah there's like a weird fixation over white people not being able to or any person who is not black 
being able yeah. to say that word. I feel like some people try to justify it by saying like, oh, well, if you can say it, why can't I? Like, oh, taking that geez. like, yeah. oh, if it's, if it's, everyone's like truly equal, then I should be able to say it. And I'm just like, For, why, yeah. why are you looking to want to say it? Yeah, exactly. It's like freedom of speech generally just protects hate speech. Like yeah. that's when they exercise that freedom of speech expression is when they want to incite shit like that. Have we, has anyone what? said anything, any yikes things about us so far? I mean, I've, I don't think I've asked you this. Have we talked about this? Well, there was that, what, last weekend when we were eating mm. and one of the people we were eating with asked you, like, oh, what school did you go to? And then you you said, oh, uh, comprehensive school. So they were like, oh, so you're working class. And we were both just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm just yeah. so glad that you noticed this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, like, I just couldn't deal with it if you were just like, if I had to be like, did you notice that? That was really annoying. But we were both, like, yeah. weird. And then it was also, like, your friend who's, like, very, like, great, um had a vr headset i won't say who they are and they they were like i just need to measure your eyes to me to see whether it's um gonna fit the headset and you looked at me like and i looked at you like okay (laughs) (laughs) and like sometimes it's like it's just it's comforting just knowing that like straight away we pick up on that kind of stuff together and I don't yeah. have to like then like t- try to justify or explain how I felt because you just get it and you like understand how I feel <laughs> and like <laughs> we can then talk about it afterwards yeah um, we I also had I, I'll protect them I'll keep them anonymous but I had a family member ask me whether you could rap <laughs> which... <laughs> I didn't want to mention that because I, I just I didn't want them to feel bad no. but they checked themselves but, very quickly and said is yeah, that a stereotype yeah yeah but i feel um, like i appreciate them checking them checking themselves so quickly you shouldn't um, appreciate, you should, it should not have been asked but i think yeah i think um within the short space of time that we've been dating we've encountered just like shit people have said um yeah. And it's just it's just quite funny that it just wouldn't happen yes. if we were either of us were white. Yes. <laughs> Lastly, <laughs> last question, Manny. Um, yeah. what would be your ideal date with uh, the B scene boys, i.e., the boyfriends of the uh, B scene co-founders? Uh, ideal date or day? So you if can we were date. Like, just... Yeah, you'll go on a date okay. together. Okay. Um. We'd start off by getting brunch um, <laughs> and then we'd go to watch some sort of sports. Nice. Um, I'd, say, I'd say cricket because it's just nice and chill. You, we mm-hmm. can knock back the beers while watching the cricket, mm-hmm. um, hopefully see some good batting mm-hmm. and have an all-round enjoyable time. Um, and then after the cricket, continue drinking Mm-hmm. get some more food mm-hmm. um, and then see where the night takes us maybe <laughs> go like, dancing maybe go dancing I feel like you've just described your ideal date just for yourself <laughs> well yeah mm, it sounds pretty they'd good. enjoy the cricket hopefully yeah. yeah 
I don't know. I know yeah. Jamie likes all sports. I don't know about Bibbs and Aston whether they like cricket and the likes. I'm sure they do. Well, I will force it upon them. What What yeah. else are we gonna do? Um, what what do other do? activities do men do together? I don't golf, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, rock climbing. Um, um, I think we should start a boy band though. Yes, and what role would you play? Um, lead singer, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are your dulcet tones is something to be heard in this world. They will never be heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, how how have you found being on the podcast? Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, I've got a few questions for you. You've now. got questions for me. I've got questions for you. Yes. Hey, Moo. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll throw you some easy ones to get you started first. I did not expect questions back. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Um, I won't be offended by your answer, okay. but how would you rate me out of ten? How do How do I rate you? Looks only. <laughs> this is like an ego stroking exercise now, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Uh, you are unrateable. I would never subject you to such a scale in terms of numbers because you are off the charts. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> How would you rate me? Um, you are off the scales. You can't copy my answer. Yes, I can. Okay. This is my podcast now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. When's my birthday? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, the listeners, I got this wrong <laughs> a few weeks ago. It is January the 18th. Yes. 1994. You are younger than me by three years. Yes, I am. Three years, oh, but I always get it confused. Three years, three, is it three years and a month or two years and 11 months? Yes, two years and 11 months. Ah, okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Um, did that factor into you dating me at all? Like how, how what, yeah. what did you think about the age gap? Um, so I had never, I've never dated anyone. I date, I had, I went on a few dates with someone who was younger, but I've never actually been in a relationship with someone younger than me. They've either been my age or older. And I just had this like weird thing where I thought older men equaled like more mature, better or whatever. So like, yeah. it was quite new for me. And then it, it hasn't really made a difference in terms of our life I guess because we know that we both also want the same things like we've talked about like if we want kids in the future we want 13 children together yes. <laughs> minimum, minimum. <laughs> Jesus um and um just our life ambitions and our goals seem quite aligned in a lot of ways so I think that was more important and I just don't think age even really factored into it and I think I think from my perspective like being 30 um I, I am thinking more so, more so about like the future than I ever did when I was say when I, when I was your age <laughs> <laughs> um but I think I feel fine I feel really confident because um of the fact that we both 
know what we're looking for out of this and I feel really secure in it so it's never really been an issue like had you had said things like for example you weren't ready for anything serious or like kids weren't even on the horizon for you or stuff like that I think that would have been when the age disparity would have come into it but yeah. no I thought I'm, I like it and you're just yeah it doesn't really matter what do you think does it matter for you uh no not really um <laughs> I think yeah based on what you said really because um I think we both know we want the same things um and I don't know I guess initially I would have been worried about like rushing into anything mm. but I think we're like I don't know we're both going at like like I don't feel pressured into into anything um mm, mm. I just feel like it works yeah <laughs> it just works it I just, just feel works. bad because I I pressured you into changing your whatsapp profile picture to an actual picture of you rather than a picture of your random white mate and I was yes. like oh no am I pressuring him yes yes you are <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's good that you don't feel pressured. Okay, question number three. <laughs> um, okay, so we've been seeing each other for three months now. Uh, what's your favourite thing about our relationship? Oh, Manny, these questions are so cute. Why are you so cute? Enough of that. Answer the question. <laughs> My my favorite thing about our relationship is that like you just let me be me and hopefully you feel like I let you be you like we I don't know I just feel like I've told you so much about my life like stuff that like I struggle to tell people or like the stuff that's happened in my past or just I don't know just show parts of my personality like whether it's like I don't know being too this like I've been told that all so many times I'm too opinionated I'm too this and too that too sensitive and all this kind of stuff and like every time that I've just like shown you who I am you've just been like yeah okay cool like I don't know I think like we have a joke that I cry to you pretty much on a weekly basis (laughs) and if I don't then something is wrong (laughs) (laughs) something is inherently wrong if I haven't cried to you on a weekly basis um and like you just haven't been scared you're just like you just listen to me and you just support me and you never think I'm too much and I think that's what my favorite thing is is we just are ourselves you make me feel like I can just be myself oh now you're being cute oh okay last question are you ready yeah okay um I mean like we said before I feel like I sometimes don't notice things but you do and like pick up Mm. on things um and then I don't know I feel like I didn't really have an insight into like the EC experience before Mm -hmm. I started dating you Mm -hmm. um how do you think people can be like better allies or to like approach the conversation or like start a conversation um Mm. about like the ec experience that is such a good question manny that is a really great question um and i think it's i think it is like quite quite common to see like marginalized communities be quite like siloed from one from one another and like i think similarly 
to you i i have theorized i have read a lot about black experiences but in reality like my majority of my friends are white or now east and south east or southeast asian and i think like listening to your experience and like just even me asking you like do you think about things like wearing a a hoodie outside and you've been like i sometimes i feel like i have to overdress because i don't want to be perceived as you know someone wearing a hoodie and therefore all the connotations that come with that um and I, i think like having been from like gone from like the theory and reading a lot about black experiences and like the stats to actually like you know someone you're someone who I care and cherish and love and like you know seeing it and hearing it firsthand I'm like this fucking sucks that it's like happening so I've all I guess I've always known about the experiences but just hearing about it I'm like this is shit and like I I acknowledge there is privilege from both of our sides like we both have jobs and like we had an education in the UK, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we're both very privileged from that perspective. And there's there's other communities that are a lot worse off than us. Yeah. But I think in terms of like being a, an ally, I think just conversations with people, like I think just like bringing it back to like that humanity of like who people are like, and just hearing their lived experiences, I think. So like, I guess I try to like, consume as many like podcasts read books by like different people of color authors and like just really take an interest in other communities outside of my own so whether that's like the disabled community the lgbtqi plus community like and read beyond like what i know because there's so many blind spots in what we all know i guess like you said like you being a man like you weren't aware of like i guess me like experiencing life as a woman on a day-to-day basis Um, but also I don't, I would never know what it's like to be black. And so like, I think it's really important for us to just like continue learning and just listening to one another is, is how I do it. And just advocating for other communities outside of our own. And I think one person who I fucking love is um, Liz, the black nursing manager who lives in Birmingham actually, where you live yeah. money. Um, and she advocates, she's a black woman who talks a lot about early years learning, but she also brings in so much like, understanding and like allyship for east and southeast asian people south asian people um within uh, early years learning and she's just brilliant at doing that and um i think that's really powerful when you see just like other people just advocating for communities outside of like their own because i guess we're all in this together um yeah. so that would be my answer to that that's a really great question <laughs> oh thank you thank you <laughs> did you have Uh, any more surprise questions i'm sweating uh, yeah one more now um i mean apart from listening to the but where are you from podcast (laughs) would you recommend any like books or any other media for like learning and more information oh um liz is a great um place her her instagram the black uh, nursery manager on instagram she also hosts a lot of webinars as well. Um, there's, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, it's called The Good Ancestor by um, Layla F. Saad. Um, and she talks about like how to leave this earth in a better place. Um, Emma Dabry, What White People Can Do Next is a great book, really short book. Um, I also just like, I also just think like, just like listening to podcasts. Like, so I listened to this one called Why Won't You Date Me? and a dating podcast and it's hosted by a black woman called Nicole Bayer and I think we've listened to it together sometimes when I've been getting ready and it's literally yeah. like they talk a lot of, obviously about dating but it's also about like racial politics and like just existing as as 
as a black woman um in in America and like just hearing like anecdotal stories like I've just learned so much like nuance from them talking about things like black hair and like just things that I just would never know about um so and so just not always like I guess listen to the theory what read the theory but also just like watch and consume stuff that is like stuff that you might not have experienced I think is great um east and southeast asian wise there's so like if you go into bcn's website there's lots of books by east and southeast asian authors on the resource page um and there's lots of uh, different instagram pages like chinese chippy girl um east of scotland um kanglongan which is a filipino migrants charity um there's lots of different uh, resources out there um so, so yeah, there's a whole host of things out there. You just, you just gotta search for them. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Oh, so... and uh, who's your, who's your favorite other person of BC? Who's <laughs> 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 my money? You can't ask that question. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have one. We are all equal together, and I, it's like you know, like your friends, like you have different yeah. relationships with different people. I'm like, um, some of them I met in person, some of them I haven't, but equally we still have very, very solid relationships. So um, I'm not going to answer that one because I don't have an answer for you. That is cruel. <laughs> You're cruel. That's not what you said yesterday. Hey, that's a lie. That's a lie. I am joking. I am joking, BC members. She did not say anything. <laughs> We're going to wrap up now before you get me yep. in more trouble. Um, this was But Where Are You From? A podcast by BCN, Britain's East and Southeast Asian Network. We were joined by my boyfriend, Emmanuel Onima. Do you want to plug your Instagram? But you are private and you've got like 200 followers and you don't post and shit. Like yeah, that. I don't really care. No. Yeah, sorry. Um, like you, you can people, people do try to stalk you though when I tag you. So. I think yeah. they're gonna want be interested, but I'm sure I'll tag you on Instagram when we promote the podcast. Yeah, I mean they've got nothing to stalk. It's like they what? have, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be a there. very quick stalk. Yeah, I did find your old tweets though, where like um, when you were like yes. ten years ago. Yes, they're very very. Need to get rid of those. Mm. <laughs> Um, people can find be seen on Instagram um, at be seen b e s e a dot n and twitter b-e-s-e-a underscore n and also give us your money ko-fi.com forward slash be seen uh, we are also um launching east and southeast asian heritage month where we uh, want to be government recognized um in the uk for um east and southeast asian history culture heritage uh, so there's a petition which will be in the show notes so please sign and support uh, we've already had a lot of interest for for different events, which is really exciting, and we'll be um, announcing some soon. So watch your space. Uh, but thank you, Manny. Thank you, Viv. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Say bye to everyone. Bye, everyone. I'm <laughs> waving, but you can't see me wave. I don't know why I'm doing that. Bye, everyone. <laughs>